Hello and welcome back to the podcast, Growing Your Relationships. I'm your host, Michelle Castelli, author, speaker, and relationship coach. And each week on this podcast, we look at relationship challenges in these key areas of your life, dating and marriage, and self and spiritual. And today we're taking a look at how to deal with loneliness in your marriage. When was the last time you experienced loneliness in your marriage? Or are you currently experiencing it right now? You're not alone. Surveys have found that many people experience loneliness in their marriage. In fact, uh, the AARP did a national study back in December of 2020, and they found that one in three married people over the age of 45 had reported being lonely. Loneliness can actually occur at any time during your marriage, which surprises young couples who thought that marriage would cure their loneliness. You can, however, still feel lonely in a relationship because loneliness is based on a sense of feeling disconnected from the partner. This sense of disconnection is based on a feeling of not being heard or understood. And if that sense of disconnection and not being heard continues to grow in a marriage without being addressed, it can lead to a feeling emotionally abandoned, which is one of the number one reasons people experience loneliness in their marriages is the sense of feeling emotional abandonment. Have you ever felt emotionally abandoned in your marriage? If so, how did you respond to that feeling of abandonment? Did you address your feelings with your spouse, or did you just move to spending more time alone and doing your own activities? For many couples, when they experience the pain of not being heard, or they perceive a sense of being emotionally abandoned, Rather than discussing the issue directly with the spouse, they will develop a pattern of just being on their own, doing their own thing. And this further continues the sense of disconnection as a couple when there's no longer the sense of we, we doing activities, we doing things together, and it now becomes solely I, I will do this activity and I will do it alone. Pulling out of joint activities is just one of the signs of that disconnect that's setting into your marriage. Other signs include ignoring special dates that you have as a couple, such as anniversary dates or birthdays, or starting to notice that your spouse doesn't come to you anymore for help, doesn't share their day with you, doesn't seem to be putting effort into listening to what your needs are. All of these are signs that the relationship is experiencing a pattern of loneliness and disconnect. So how do we deal with that sense of loneliness that sets in at times in our marriage? The first step is to acknowledge that you do in fact feel lonely in the marriage. Sometimes people want to just dismiss that feeling or bury it down because they can't understand why they would be feeling lonely when they're with someone every day in a marriage. But dismissing your feelings of loneliness will only enable them to grow stronger because loneliness feelings is indicating that something is missing for you. And what's missing is that sense of connection to your spouse. Again, of feeling heard and listened to. Once you have identified and admitted that, yes, I am lonely in this marriage and have acknowledged those feelings as valid, the second step is to look for the source of what that loneliness may be. 
This could be a situational episode in your marriage related to one specific event. For example, you may be feeling more lonely in your marriage at this point because your spouse has taken a new job, which requires more hours away from home. You were not feeling lonely prior to that change in events. This is different than a more chronic form of loneliness in which it's not simply one event that has caused the loneliness, but an overall pattern throughout the marriage of not being heard, not being listened to. In this second step, what you're really doing is taking a deep look at your relationship history with your spouse. You're looking to see where those moments are that you were feeling lonely and what was happening in those situations at the time. Was there an event that triggered it? Or was it the pattern that we talked about that was overall? In both situations, you need to take the third step, which is set up time to directly talk with your spouse about your feelings of loneliness and your sense of disconnection in the marriage. That was why it was important in step two to help identify when those feelings of loneliness came on and to look for the sources so that when you do meet with your spouse, you have some facts to share. Sometimes it can be very vague when we address our issues with spouses, which lead them to feeling more confused. You need to be able to go into the conversation saying, I feel lonely since this time. I feel lonely because of these particular situations. If there is a history in your marriage of a longer pattern of disconnect, I would also recommend getting additional support from a marriage therapist or a relationship coach to help you sort out those long-term relationship patterns. In step four, after you've addressed the concerns with your spouse, you want to work up a plan together of how you're going to increase that sense of we-ness. What kinds of activities can you build in together to do that would work for both of you? It doesn't have to cost money either. You could make a plan that you're going to take a walk together after dinner, or then maybe that you want to play a game of cards. In this step four, what you're doing is creating an action plan that allows you both to spend more time together. And also it fosters an increase in communication because the more time you spend together doing a fun activity, the more you will be able to open up and share about your daily life. This is important to make a commitment to do these shared activities because remember, the disconnect comes in when people no longer share activities, no longer talk about their day. So you're replacing that by building back up again that sense of weeness, similar to when you were dating. You spent time together, you spent time sharing about your day, and it's joint activities that encourage that to happen. I also highly recommend that in step four with your action plan, not only do you develop in a sense of joint activities that you're going to do together, but you also take an inventory look at how you were responding to each other. If you ask these following key questions every day, it will keep you on track of knowing whether you are paying attention to your spouse's needs and they're paying attention to yours. So here are the questions that you ask of yourself and of your spouse. How have I heard my spouse today? Did I encourage a sharing of their day? What did they share today? And how did I respond? 
And here's the three ways you need to ask how you responded when they shared today. Did you respond, one, attentively, meaning that you were fully present when they talked about their day, talked about their needs? Or two, were you barely there, somewhat listening, but distracted by multitasking with other events, maybe looking at your phone or your computer or the television while they were talking, not giving them eye contact? Or three, did you ignore them altogether? Did you walk out of the room when they started a conversation? Did you interrupt them and switch the conversation to something else? This is what I call an emotional inventory, and it's extremely important to look at this on a daily level. You're going to ask yourself every day, how have I responded when my spouse has shared? And both spouses would be doing this so that each gets their needs met. Finally, it's very important to make sure that you take a look at your own expectations about marriage. Sometimes people will expect in a marriage that their spouse should be able to meet all of their emotional needs, and this simply is not possible. You will need to have an own set of friends and supports that you can have in addition to your spouse. Also, it's important to remember, regardless of how long you've been married, that your spouse is not a mind reader. They do not always know what you're thinking and feeling emotionally, no matter how long they've been married to you. So it's important to do like what we said in step two, that if you're feeling a disconnect or an issue with loneliness, that you directly talk with your spouse. Do not assume that they are picking up signals and signs that you're not feeling well in the marriage. I have seen people leave marriages because they were under the assumption that the spouse should have known all of what they were thinking and feeling. Again, this is extremely important that you share directly. If you're finding it too difficult to talk to your spouse directly about your needs, contact me for a relationship coaching session. You can go to my website, michellemcastelli.com, that's C-A-S-T-E-L-L-I.com, for a complimentary coaching session to help you take a look at where you might be stuck or blocked in being able to address the issue of loneliness in your marriage. Thank you for joining me today, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Mm -hmm.